because this is this is my gospel this is what i preach to mm -hmm. people this is how we did it when we started street culture we never did it because we wanted to make money or to you know make ourselves famous or anything like that we were super passionate about you know urban culture skateboarding hip-hop dancing that we just wanted to shine we wanted to give people like us a platform to shine and you know we wanted to be recognized we wanted respect so really that was the motivation just to do what we love and show people that we're good at what we do and we no matter we made losses i think our first two years straight of running events and we kept it going because the goal was never to make money the goal was to get ourselves out there and i feel like if more people could kind of have that mindset even you know their ambitions and their dreams would would come to reality because the reality is you can only make money out of something you know when it's developed you understand it and you've perfected it mm -hmm. how, how how do you go about uh, how did you go about putting these events together what what was involved other than uh, the skills that we're talking about you know okay. identifying the, the obviously the talent but but how do you go about putting these events together or how did you go about in the initial phase okay yeah you know people need to understand that Kapembo and I, when we say we're street culture, we're really street. Like, we would uh, go to Soweto Market, buy second-hand shoes and sell them to our friends who, who loved wearing sneakers. And that's how we raised the money. I'd also, you know, we'd also talk to our parents, you know, to raise the money. And then what we would do is we would go viral. We would go on social media and find all the skateboarders, all the dancers, all the rappers, and then we would talk to them, say, hey, guys, come to our event. And, you know, you have a chance to win. I think it was like 100 kwacha at the time. Mm -hmm. And then because they were excited about winning, you know, the little prize, they would tell all of their friends who would tell their friends. And, and that, that's how we put the events together. It was really just word of mouth, talking to people, a Facebook page that started with 20 people. And uh, most importantly, respecting the talent. Like, you know, putting these guys first, like the, the guys who we knew would be stepping on the stage. We made them feel like the superstars, and then they in turn would tell all their friends about what we do. How, how do you go about re respecting the talent once you're identified? Yeah, th this is something we all need to learn. Like, you know, you know if, if I'm a dancer, a singer, or a skateboarder, and, you know, you want me to, to come to your event and do something to you, and, you know, you want me to do it for free, but you're spending money on everything else like your venue your sound that's being very disrespectful because you're assuming that my craft is free and for me respecting the talent is giving them the attention that they deserve if they're the ones who are stepping on the stage entertaining your crowd then they're the stars of the show you need to treat them like the stars vip accommodations you know proper handling you know they they shouldn't feel like their burden being at your event you know I think no, nobody wants to be disrespected or treated like, you know, they're not valued. So we put, at all times, extra value on the talent, the skateboarders, the dancers, the artists. Super, super, man. Um, <coughs> Ma Malcolm Glado has, uh, uh, you've read Malcolm Glado? I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. Amazing books. Yeah, yeah. He, he talks about the 10,000 hour rule and he says it takes 10,000 hours for you to become an expert at anything, a certain craft, a skill. So do you still skate and dance, even though now you're actually running these events? Do you still find that time to, to still perfect your craft? 
Well, I can tell you, uh, I, I, first of all, I love outliers and the 10,000 rule has historically proven itself to be true. And I, I believe so. And, you know, it's because of the 10,000 hours rule that I decided that I want to skate less and dance less and put my hours into building this successful business that will give more people the opportunity to do what I couldn't, which is make it as a skateboarder or a dancer. But just to let you know, I do skate and dance like once a week. Yeah. Uh, I always try and make an effort because, you know, for me, it's always been about doing it because I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, for, for someone who hasn't re read uh, Malcolm Gladwell, what is the 10,000-hour rule? Okay, so basically the 10,000-hour rule says that to, to perfect your craft, any craft, you must put in at least 10,000 hours of practice which one can say is about three hours a day for eight years. And I think why this is so important is that a lot of people try things and they say, ah, it's not for me, I failed and I'm not good after this time, but they just didn't put in the right amount of time and the right amount of effort. They quit too early. So what Ma Malcolm Gladwell is trying to tell people with the 10,000 hours rule is, don't, it, don't expect to be happy-go-lucky. You're not gonna become successful or become good at something if you keep changing what you do and if you're not focused, you need to pick something, commit to it, and